Welcome to Delight in the Limelight. I'm your host, Linda Ugalow, author of the book Delight in the Limelight. I help people go from a feeling of dread to loving public speaking instead. After all, speaking is our human design, and it may as well be something that we really enjoy doing and we feel is a creative and satisfying path of learning how to be present and grounded and feel free in our self-expression. So I invite you on the journey, read the book and listen to this podcast where I'll be sharing with you my understandings about where the fear comes from and what we can do about it so we can enjoy all the times we get to speak. In this episode, we're going to talk about awful speaking experiences. I'm going to share with you one of mine, actually several of mine, and I'd love to hear some of yours. So if you have an awful speaking experience, go on to my website, lindayugalo.com and, and message me, share with me what your story is. The first time I remember speaking in public was in grad school. I went to Lesley University in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and I studied movement and movement therapy. And I had a great advisor who suggested that she set up a talk for me to give about the area of study. And I thought, oh, that's really flattering. And it felt really important. I figured she'd be inviting all of the the students of the department, but it turned out she invited the department heads and faculty. When the room filled up with all those important people, it felt like the saliva in my mouth got vacuumed out and replaced by cotton. My mouth was so dry, bone dry. I never knew a mouth could be so dry. And when I went to open my mouth, not a sound came out. Seriously, not one sound. So I closed my mouth and I tried to find some saliva squeezing my cheeks together, but still nothing came out. And I ended up standing there opening and closing my mouth like a a fish in a bucket. Finally, my advisor figured out what was going on and she brought me some water. Well, that water did bring me back my sound, but I just rambled for that half an hour. And at the end of that, I decided I hated public speaking and that I would never do it again, which I didn't until 10 years later when I met Julie. Julie was the director of the Northeast Organic Farming Association. And I reached out to her because I was really into raw milk, meaning I wanted to try it out. I wanted to drink it, but I couldn't because in the state of Massachusetts where I live, it was illegal. And I wanted to change that. And I wanted the people at NOFA, the Farming Association, to help. Julie thought it was a great idea. And she said, I'll give you a 90-second spot to address the attendees at the summer conference right before the keynote. It'll be about 1,200 people. I tried to get out of it to get Julie to do it in my stead. The last time I had spoken, you know what happened. But she wouldn't hear of it. She said, Linda, just write down what you want to say, what you just told me, and read it. So that's how I found myself shaking like a leaf once again next to the stage at the summer conference, waiting to hear my name. Finally, I heard it. I walked up those rickety steps, the paper trembling in my hand, and I stopped to take a moment at the podium to make a silent sign of the cross, even though I'm Jewish. I didn't know what to expect from these farmers. Would they throw tomatoes? No, they applauded. I was so relieved. And here's the best part. Those 90 seconds of torture 
led to 23 dairies getting licensed to sell raw milk in Massachusetts. I hardly drink milk anymore, but I consider that one of my life's contributions. And that's the power of speaking. We can advocate for causes we feel deeply about. We can use it to teach and inspire, to connect and build connections to spread our influence. But do we have to suffer in order to do all these things? Or is there a way we can delight in the limelight? The answer came to me another decade later when I became an online coach in 2015. Everyone said there was this amazing new app that was going to change the online space forever. It was called Periscope, the first live streaming app. Now, these days, going live on Instagram or Facebook is common, but then it was completely novel. All the marketing gurus said to broadcast daily to build your following. That's what I intended to do. I was afraid, yeah, but undeterred. I knew if I just stuck with it, I'd get over the hump. Every day I tried something new to manage the fear. Affirmations, deep breathing, meditation, power poses. If you can think of it, I'm sure I tried it. I just knew, stay with it and I'll feel more confident. Then, I don't know, the weeks went by. Week 10, day 75, I went to press broadcast and thought, why is my heart still pounding like a caffeinated sea biscuit running around the track? And that's when I realized something that changed the course of my career. You can't put a Band-Aid on fear. All these management techniques helped me get through the experience each day. But if I wanted to get rid of the fear, I'd have to get to the root of it. And that formed the foundation of a process that I created to go from fear to delight. It's called the Inner Freedom Framework, and it has three parts. The first is to reveal and heal. Reveal the root cause of your fear in order to heal it. The second part is restore safety because we want to feel safe inside us and around us. And the third part is to repattern our habits because when you've been carrying around fear all your life, that affects the way you speak, the way you breathe, the way you express yourself. And these are some of the things that we're going to talk about in the next episodes. Speaking is our human design. If we don't feel comfortable speaking somewhere, let's find out why. Start by asking, what am I afraid of? It was on day 75 of Periscope that I first thought to ask that question. I closed my eyes to connect with what the fear felt like and asked, what is the fear trying to say? Immediately, I thought, I'm going to be attacked. Attacked. A memory popped into my head, mom yelling at my two older sisters, why can't you girls be more like Linda? You see, I was the good one in the family. I put away my clothes. I did all my chores. Mom never had to ask me twice. But when she said that, my sisters charged, kicked me in the shins and said, shut up, stupid. And then it hit me. I didn't feel safe speaking in front of the camera or in front of an audience because there was a part of me that remembered the times it was dangerous to be the center of attention. Now, if you are afraid of speaking somewhere even a little bit, you might have an experience like this too. Maybe it wasn't siblings who were jealous and attacked you, but have you ever been bullied? Had a mean teacher who didn't get you? Felt excluded or invisible, shamed or ridiculed? 
Maybe you've heard things like, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Silence is golden. Don't speak unless spoken to. Somewhere in the past, you made a decision. It wasn't safe to speak. But you didn't come into the world this way. Quite the opposite. Babies and children thrive on attention and depend on it. Think of a toddler who's taking their first tentative steps or the five-year-old hanging upside down on the monkey bar shouting, look at me, looky me. Chances are you were like that toddler or five-year-old. So what happened between then and now? What made you trade your free self-expression for caution? When did you decide it was safer to hide? So I'm going to leave you with these questions. And in the next episodes, we're going to go into this more about the impacting past experiences and messages we may have heard that made us feel like it wasn't okay to be the center of attention, to speak up and say what's on our mind. If you have any things that you want to share with me, please reach out on my website, lindayugalo.com. I'd love to hear your stories too, and maybe I'll feature them. Thank you for listening to Delight in the Limelight. I hope you feel a little more hopeful and excited about speaking in public. If you like the show, recommend it to someone you know. And if you haven't yet read the book, Delight in the Limelight, you can get it online or at your favorite bookstore or request it from your local library. Remember, speaking is our human design. Let's learn to delight in it together.